0: Welcome to The Odd Show, where the G is silent and represents a God who is sometimes difficult to see in the world that we live in. Join the discussion as we try to figure out how to live as Christians in that place of tension created by a world that doesn't quite get us, and a church that often reacts rather than acting out of compassion. Now, here's your hosts, Bruce Pagano and Thomas Hogan. Hey, welcome to the odds show, guys. Uh, as always, I'm Bruce this is Thomas. Um, so, typically, or for a, for a while now, like most of what we've been talking about is community and discipleship, um, discipleship, how to be in the church, what it could look like, stuff like that. Um, and our website says things like a couple of guys trying to figure out how to be husbands and fathers and friends and do life together. Uh, and we haven't talked a ton. About um, family, family stuff. So, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about family stuff. Family, um, because oh, we love we, our family. Mm-hmm. We love family. Family's great. Yeah, family's good. Yeah. So, um, specifically, we're gonna talk about. Um, we we'd asked Angie at least. Uh, you remember Angie's Thomas's wife? Um, we'd asked Angie, "Hey, what should we talk about?" And Angie said, um, "Talk about being a good." Parent by being a good spouse first, um, and we were like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." It's that's solid. that's good stuff to talk about. Um, we want to we want to be the type of people that tell women what to do, right? So, <laughs> so, so our response, my, my response at least, was like, "I don't think women will be like, don't tell me, you're, oh, another my man, husband first, awesome, mother, another another uh, man telling me to right. leave, <laughs> obey my husband, right?" So. <laughs> So what we thought instead we would start with, um, and go to, was um, this idea, there's this um, idea, there's theology. this thing called, there's there's theology, theology, this, yeah, there's theology called Umbrella Theology. Umbrella Theology. Yeah. And, um, and it's not, uh, oh, who sang that song? My Umbrella, Emma, Emma, A. Riri? Riri?
1: Riri?
0: It's not is. that. Not Not. not Covering like that, but it is kind of covering like that. Like, covering theology, um, umbrella theology. Okay. So we're going to address that and kind of um, how awesome it is. It's not awesome. I'm just gonna say it's awesome. Um, so if you're not familiar with umbrella theology. It looks like this. So this graphic, insert, when I explain the insert graphic. Insert graphic here. Right. I was just going to insert the graphic. Oh, but yeah. I, ca- I can't show people. Um, <laughs> so you can explain. So it basically it goes. The on the, the The graphics goes that uh, God's at the top, right? And he's like this giant umbrella. And he's covering with grace and provision and prosperity, whatever. He's covering the man, the father. The husband right and then that man is covering for the phrase provision and all that stuff is covering the woman and then the woman in <laughs> the tiny little umbrella is covering the children that's that's basically the the bare bones that's what the, the cover no and the children are covering they are, I don't even know they the children don't know what they're doing right, right. Um, which is accurate I think yeah. it's probably that's the most accurate part of this of the scenario and it's just a it's a very popular. goes way back. People have been using it for a long time as a way to illustrate and make clear each person's role and purpose, not just within marriage, but within the way they, their family functions and, and serves God. Right? That's the idea. Right. Is that, and, and on, on the surface, on the surface, it's not intended to be this. It's intended to be this healthy. Application of the gospel. Um, uh, it's intended to be biblical in the way that people interpret mm-hmm. scripture, and that like it is innocent. You have a help meet and Yeah, it is innocent in its concept. I think the concept is innocent right. and, and very well meaning and intentional about man. This is a better way to do things, right? right? It's trying to say that we're all under God, and then there's a structure under God of how things should work right and i and like not to downplay any of scripture that talks about um you know the, the wife being a healthy and the husband uh being a head and like like but there is a so what this does is what this theology does is it takes um spiritual like like um, christian headship which is yeah a thing that's taught and um and thanks reformers <laughs> um but it takes it and it kind of tries to simplify it, and in doing so, um, creates some problems. That's a nice way of putting it, it creates some problems. Creates some issues. Yeah. Um, for me, one of the issues it's created um, when I look at it is this idea of submission being um, better interpreted and defined as subservience. Right. Oh, that's accurate. Yeah. accurate. Um, I, I'll, I'll illustrate with a picture I have some friends who um, grew up under this theology in the very in a church that very much supports this way of thinking this way of communicating the purpose and role of women men children in the church um, and so much to the extent that because they don't they didn't have husbands for a long period in their life they were under the umbrella the protection uh of their father until they get married and get given away. And this is really stunted, or stunted for a long time in their life, their own personal development and commitment to go and serve and build and live you know, on mission right. uh, in their community to the people, or even outside their community in other countries, wherever they're called to. It really limited that because their view that theology actually permeated their entire view of the world, and because they didn't have a husband to protect them, there's this idea that they couldn't leave their home. <laughs> so, because their dad, um, their dad was their protection. And really, right? it places submission for that person. Um, submission. It, 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 it makes submission instead of submission to God. Right. It, it, it encourages and well, it not just encourages. It places submission of you, your submission underneath. A person right and and the, the problem with that isn't that that's not biblical or not um, beneficial it's that you're limited and anybody who's been who's sat underneath the teaching of anyone else you're limited by your teachers limitations that's just the way it is there's no way around it if your teacher doesn't know something doesn't have the knowledge experience breadth of uh, life to really say something with authority you're limited to that authority. When you when you put that person above you and, and you make them your covering to an extent, you're limited to that perspective, that point of view. And so much so that whenever God says something contrary, when the Bible, when the Word says something different, you're going to have a hard time getting out from
1: that mindset. That.
0: Yeah, that mindset. And so that's the problem. The problem isn't that it's bad. The problem that it, it's, it undermines, I think ultimate authority, right? right? It doesn't... It's it's intended, I think on the surface, it's intended to put you underneath the authority of God. But what it does is it undermines God's authority in the individual's life and puts it under several other layers of authority. So people do it with pastors all the time. Oh, yeah. People do it with pastors. Like, well, that's right, the my... The Catholic co-. Church is built on it. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that, that, that's my covering. You know, that that's my... That's my protection. Spiritual authority. That's yeah, my... Yeah, and, and nothing wrong with... It's not that that's not biblical. It's right. that that's going to undermine, to a point, to an extent, uh, your ability to say, nah, that's not really. Even and though the pastor says that, and I, I agree with him 99% of the time, in this one area, I'm going to have to say, and even though it's my pastor, I really feel like God wants this for me. And realistically, um, even though <laughs> even though um, it's, like kombucha. it's not intended that way, um, it has caused a lot of pastors and Husbands and um, oh, wives Religious leaders. Well, I'm just saying it's caused a lot of those men to misinterpret what submission looks like oh, and force yeah, yeah. submission. Yeah. Um, I know that, like when my wife and I first got married, she had she had a um, a, a very unhealthy view of submission um, to the point where she thought, realistically, I just have to do what I'm told and I don't get a say. Yeah. And um, I have wifely responsibilities and duties and um, dead guy duty, <laughs> uh, chip duty. I would like a new duty, Can you um, <laughs> a new duty? but uh, wife duties. But she she thought that she didn't have like if if I didn't if her husband didn't agree with how she interpreted right. you know, something in the, in the scripture then you know, she must have interpreted it wrong. And right, right, right. Just because she doesn't have a mind of to... No, no, no. But I mean, like, that theology I know, I, I know it's right. Yeah. that. Theology I think, I think that, that, that I've seen it very clearly. My wife is very boisterous, that's one way of putting it. My wife Be is, careful. Yeah, I know. My wife is very... <laughs> outspoken. My wife is very outspoken. And uh, I know that the charges against her and her development and maturity and as she's grown into Christ... Um, these last several years, 16 years or so, um, she's been talked to, brought aside by leaders in the church or other women that are leaders to other women and and told that she needs to submit better, that she needs to align herself better with the, the vision and purpose of that church, or that ministry or whatever, or more <laughs> as, as her husband. And my wife is all about submission. My wife is all about man, even though not, even, I've been wrong several times, and my wife is like, I will follow you. So I, I, there's no question in my mind, but in other people's minds, it's almost a point of putting like putting them in their place. And I would say that women do that to women, and men do that, definitely do that. Leaders in the church do that to women all the time. I'm gonna put you in your place. I'll give you some amount of a modicum. You wanna run the kids' ministry? Yes, They will give them some modicum of um, respect and authority as long as it doesn't usurp or distract from the authority that they're trying to portray as men and leaders in the church. And, so, and as so, long as the woman's willing to submit to that. Right, right. If you're willing to submit to it, I'll give you And the problem step. with that isn't that it's bad. The problem is that is that it subverts mutual submission. It, it does not bring your heart as a, as a leader. It doesn't bring my heart to a place where I say, other people have value beyond what I give them, right. beyond my the authority and the teaching and the grace and the perspective that I give them. They have value intrinsic to what God's doing in their life, what God has the potential of saying through them. And I'm I'm just I'm pulling that I'm taking that away from them by saying, no, you're under my teaching, right. you're under my leadership. And which that may be true, but that doesn't take away the fact that I I also have to be mutually submitted right. that, to the to the entire body. Of believers, so, and in doing that, some women are going to be smarter than me, no right. more than me, be closer to God's heart in the situation than I am. Joyce Myers. Joyce, no, not anyone but Joyce Myers. <laughs> just uh, kidding, Joyce. I I'm love just, you. Yeah. Joe yeah. uh, I, I applied, Osteen, I applied a for a job at with Joyce Myers at the. Did you? Yeah, yeah. At Springfield. They needed a graphic artist like fifteen years ago. I didn't get. I didn't get the job. No, I did And I've held it against her ever since. She that's, probably was the one looking at That's articles. why I don't allow women over me. Okay. Not, not because of the Bible. Because, because of Joyce, Myers. Myers. Snubbie. Snubbie. <laughs> <coughs> Joyce Myers snubby. Joyce Myers ruined lives. Ruined lives. One, one graphic artist at a yeah. time. time. Killing dreams. Killing dreams. Killing dreams. Anyway, um, so that brings us to Ephesians 5.20. Right. Not 5.21, because 5.21 is where... That's where they start. They start. so well, love to start. Um, that's where uh, what a family looks like. What a healthy marriage looks like starts, Mm -hmm. Um, but I like to back it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Context. So 5:20. Fill out Um, the context. And uh, Ephesians 5:20 says therefore uh, that's meant to one another. Um, And then it goes into Ephesians 5:21 and says husbands. um, So, so in that, if you don't know, uh, the original text doesn't have chapter and verse. It's just yeah, it's just one long letter. This one guy saying, really, "Let me tell you some stuff." Yeah. Hey, Church and Ephesus, let me write you a letter. Uh, Paul, so he's got some authority, um, but he Sorry, writes this. He writes this letter, and and he says all this stuff, and he says, "So therefore, submit to one another." And then he says, "And husbands, here's what that means." Yeah. And and so, he starts with submit to each other, and then goes into husbands. I'm going to address you first. What that means is that you love your wife like Christ loves the church. Um, in that he laid down his life for her. You could say he submitted himself. He submitted himself to the cross for the sake of his bride. Yeah. Um, even unto death. Right? Yeah. And then it goes in, you know, it talks about what that looks like. And then it goes in and says, and wives, submit yourselves to your husbands as it is pleasing to the Lord out of reverence for the Lord. Um, that's what it says. So, they um, try not to bog people down with like infinite scripture. Right, right, right. right. So, it, and it talks about respect, like yeah, res- yeah. respecting um, your husband. So, people like to start with that verse 21 and say, hey, husbands love your wives. Wives submit to your husbands, and they forget that he leads in with submit to each other. So mutual submission, um, huge, huge deal. Like it doesn't happen. Like like a healthy marriage doesn't start um, without mutual submission. Right. And this understanding that um, we, as a husband and wife, uh, in submitting to each other, um, share responsibility for where we move towards Christ as a couple. Um, I, think, I think that there's a picture of submission in, in people's minds that are outside the church and then in some inside the church too, but mostly outside the church. There's a picture of submission in people's minds that involves cowardice or right. involves cowering down. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Or like, a poor letter word. <laughs> or, like, or like bringing yourself into you know, some kind of contrite, right. broken,
1: Low timid. Lowly level.
0: Yeah, and that's what, that's what submission is like. And then you, you don't see any of that in Christ. You right. don't see any of that in the in the Bible. You don't see an example of that. All you see you see people who do that. They're they're horrible people that lord it over. And then when Jesus is talking to his disciples, he says, "You're not going to be like these like the rest of the people. Like you're not going to be like these politicians, these Sadducees, these Pharisees out here who hold it over the people. The high priests they hold it over the people that they know more than them, that they're better than them, that they're spiritually in a better position than them." You're not going to be like that. You're not going to have the option to be like that. You're going to serve each other. You know, you're not going to be greater and lesser. You're going to serve each other. And, and Jesus says, "Today I call you friends." Yeah. Because a master comes and desires to be served, but but you're my friend and I've come to serve you. And uh, that's that's a that's a beautiful picture of marriage. That right. I I have this friend that I get to serve, and then, then that friend serves me, and we're continually growing and maturing. And, and seeing life unfold in front of us and there are areas where she's emotionally correct and i'm emotionally incorrect and I need to align myself i need to submit <laughs> to what God's doing that and there's areas where I am maybe uh let's say emotionally where I'm directionally correct and my wife is directionally incorrect and we get to we get to experience Christ's power by her submitting to that so where the area where I'm submitting to Christ most that she gets to submit to that too and that's that's so much more beautiful than we're going this direction. I don't care what you have to say, I don't care what you think, I'm the man, this is where we're going. Right. And and kinda in that, like just kinda like in a healthy marriage, you're able to see Christ in your spouse and and, and follow that. And that, I think right. that's what right. you're saying. Is it is like like exactly when when I'm when I'm focused on Christ, even in my marriage, I will see where Christ is in my wife's life and Christ. The, the Holy Spirit will compel me to submit to that, in that. So if Christ is very obvious in this one area, and I'm, it's an area that I struggle with or that I'm not sure of, right. I, I can look to that and be like, "This is Christ, this is Jesus in her life," and I and I willingly submit to that because of my love for my wife, but but because my love for Jesus, and uh, I think that my desire, it's really hard for some people. To, to just get how that works. So I'm going to lay out a practical example. Hopefully I don't get to personal. I know i have to get too personal with you guys. It's the internet. I'm they really to come back and get me later. Um, but if my wife um, looks at my heart and is and, and asks me on occasion, uh, hey, where's your heart at in this area of lust or of desire? How are you being, how are you living? What is that looking like on a daily basis for you? And I... I remember whenever that that question first came up in our marriage, there was a, a repulsion on my part. There was a frustration, like why would you how dare? You? You? <laughs> you know, like well, you know, it's it's not your job to call me out all the time. And, and, and by all means, my wife does not ever call me out um, in in that sense. But I remember how frustrating, or I did, how much I didn't like that question when I first heard it. And really, it took the softening of the Holy Spirit, it took the power of God to really come into my life and help me see that. That that's not from my wife as much as my wife is saying it. That that, that that's an area where God sees my struggle, sees my hurt, or my my uh, inability, and He uses my wife to bring me closer to Him. And if I were to reject that and say I'm the man, I ask you questions, you don't ask me questions, you right. <laughs> you know, I, you, don't, you don't you don't push my buttons. Uh, if I if I were to do that, how much further away? From God, how much, how much more dishonest would I have to be in my marriage? And there's so many marriages we, we counsel. We sit down with people all the time that they just—they're not on the same. Not only are they not on the same page, they actively are in pursuit of lying to their wife or lying to their husband because if they told them the truth, that this breakdown would happen, right? But that breakdown is what God's trying to get at. Be honest with each other, and then my wife gets this opportunity to lead me. Where where I don't want to be led, you know, right. where where I would naturally in the natural I would constantly push back and say I don't want to be accountable. And to I that would say, right now. I would say that when they said love your wife and lay, as Christ love the church and let He died for her, like that dying to self is like okay, yeah, I'm gonna lay down my life here. I'm gonna walk into this place where God is gonna crucify this, yeah, and take it to the cross, yeah, where and, my pride's gonna be destroyed and my my rights are gonna be given up and all that stuff. For something bigger, right? Something better, right? That's good. Yeah. Um, practical. That's a practical. Application, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And and um, and I would say, like, just kind of. We gonna talk about your graphic? About yeah, graphic. yeah, yeah. So, so, um, so a few years ago, I saw that that, that rally graphic that we shared a little bit, um, and it really, it it's never really sat well with me. It's never, um, but I didn't I didn't know how to lay it out for people. Know, like verbally, I could be like, "Look, um, this is what it should look like," but um, graphic, you know, like like graphics. Actually, need something. So, yeah, yeah, we need pictures. Uh, pictures so we something. need pictures because, um, because they had a picture on that theology. So <laughs> um, so, uh, so I made this graphic um, here. And can you bring? Yeah, it's not. It's like <laughs> actually right here. So can you bring up yeah, that just so we can look at? It? Um, so the, the graphic itself says, this is, this is the natural order of family. And it's got the umbrellas. Um, but realistically, I think the, the more biblical is, um, is as we together, um, the, the blue there is the husband, the pink is the, the, uh, the wife. Um, but as we together um, circle around our children to, to protect them and to lead them and to love them and to lift them, um, into a place where um, where Christ is glorified, and they can you know, and they, they can discover Jesus. Um, as we do that mutually, as we as we submit to each other side by side, um, we are we we are allowing Christ to 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 come around us, um, and and we're centering ourselves in in Christ. Um, so the graphic doesn't look like this umbrella; it looks like Christ embracing us as a as a mutually submitted couple. And us embracing our children um, for the sake of the gospel, um, and it's that's it. Like I mean, like yeah, simple, straightforward. Yeah. And it, the, the, the thing I like about this is that it's not about covering; it's about surrounding. It's about encompassing. That, that it's this every facet thing. It's not just I'm protecting you from the rain. I am embracing you in all things. And I think that I think that gets lost a little bit whenever it's one person under another person under another person under this bishop. Under this elder, under this pastor, under this deacon, all the like, man, that's why. Why do all that? Like, why not submit to each other as we submit to Christ and just make it this the least amount? Like, Jesus, I love. When, before we started this, uh, Bruce had said, you know, Paul says, "Follow me as I follow Christ." That's not complicated. But if you follow me as I follow Christ, as as that person's following that person. And this person and that guy's got a miter, and therefore I have to listen. All of that stuff is a distraction. I just follow. Let like, follow as I follow. Don't make it a million times more complicated. And, and, and than he that. didn't say, "Hey, come to Christ as I tell you how to." Right, right. He, he said, said, "Look, yeah. I'm I'm trying to follow Christ. Uh, the follow be, me too. Yeah, like, come with the, me. The to best me. I can. Yeah, and so, in, in in my flaws, you know, and my all that stuff. Don't don't get distracted by all that." Stuff. Right. Um, so, and kind of the last thing I want to close with is, you know, I, t- I touched on a little bit earlier, but um, submission has kind of been hijacked and given the dis- definition that's more close to subservience. Um, and I've written on this before. Um, we've talked about it, but submission is not subservience. It's like submission, subservience is slavish submission where, where you don't have to say, like you just do what you're told you do are. Uh, you are in servitude, forced servitude, to somebody else. Um, and submission is willing, um, is, is, is this, submission is this drawn thing, like I'm drawn to submission um, by Christ. Um, and, um, you know, the Bible talks about we are free, like we're no longer yeah. bound to this world, but we are submitted, um, willing, sub, sub, uh, willingly submitted to Christ. Um, So submission and subservience, two different things. Um, The way we've defined submission, uh, not healthy, and more closely um, defined as subservience, and that's not what Christ would have. Uh, I would really love to hear from the audience, uh, especially the the women, uh, ladies in the audience, uh, about their experience, (laughs) Uh, about their experience and and how this has helped them back, or even how how a perspective of submission, a biblical perspective, has set them free. Because um, I've seen both sides. Yeah, uh, I feel like I've had had a strong handle uh, as far as base of reference for other people uh, coming to me and saying, you know, it really, it really frustrates me whenever someone says this or someone saying, man, you know how beautiful Godly submission is in a marriage. So both sides, there's there's room for yeah. us to talk and have that conversation. Yeah, it's cool. a it's a worthwhile discussion. I think that the more we talk about it, the more it becomes open and something we can express clearly, the better off everyone is. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. Cool. All right, so um, that's the episode, man. And we're under 30 short. minutes. It's good Good show. Uh, pretty straightforward stuff. So, uh, again, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, you can check us out on uh, the website at theoddshow.com and on Twitter at odd underscore show. Remember, there's a G. Always a G in both of those because the G is silent. silent. Um, and, uh, and that's it. We love you guys. And uh, we'll so. see you yes. for us in a few minutes. Actually. Right. A few minutes, so, all right. Peace. Stay odd. Thanks for checking out The Odd Show. You can follow Bruce on Twitter at BPags2 and Thomas at Blender's End. Remember to rate and review us on iTunes and share us with your friends. Until next time, stay odd.